I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What you say there, Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhardt about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Take you home weekdays 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. Of course, today is game night. Saints getting ready to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll talk about that today. 
Also, we'll talk a bit about what happened over the weekend with LSU and Tulane. We'll get into all that. Of course, you can take the show with you anywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Don't forget about the TuneIn Radio app on the World Wide Web at uh, ericasher.com and also Nash FM 106.1. Our podcast, usually up about 20 minutes after the program ends, on all the major podcasting platforms, but Anchor is our home base, so check that out at your leisure. And Thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, those that, that tune in on over the airwaves on 106.1 FM, maybe on one of the apps that, that uh, we throw out there, or again, on the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into the program. On the program today, Gary Smith will join us in just a few minutes. We'll get an update on the Tulane Green Wave as they finished another scrimmage over the weekend. Uh, that'll be at 410. At 435, Jimmy Details, Jimmy Smith of Tiger Details will join us. Uh, we'll talk about LSU as they finish now uh, their uh, preseason fall camp, getting ready now for UCLA. Uh, we'll find out uh, what the Tigers are looking like. And then we'll finish up with Renee Nato. He will join us live for the Superdome uh, as the Saints prepare for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, that is preseason game number two of three. And, of course, a lot to talk about uh, with the New Orleans Saints. We'll do that also at the top of the uh, 5 o'clock hour as well. Uh, of course, when you talk about the Saints, there's a lot of questions going into this game. Uh, Peter King has reported the Saints are going to name a starter this week, which makes a lot of sense. We'll talk more about that in hour number two. Also, um, Jeff Duncan is reporting the Saints are going to play their starters like this was week three of the preseasons of the past. That's a little bit surprising because it was at least there was a rumor out there last week uh, that this would be one of those combo games where you see a lot of the young players trying to make a difference. And then next week, because of the week off between the regular season, you'd see the, 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 the veterans play the majority of the snaps. Not so. Supposedly that's going to be tonight. And, of course, in the second hour, we'll also give you my players to watch. And, look, it's probably what everybody's looking for, right? Uh, when you start talking about the Saints. I mean, the, the, the quarterback position is going to be huge, okay, especially with Winston having a chance to go with the number ones tonight. Uh, maybe he gets a full complement of uh, weapons as well. Odebo will be on my radar, obviously, again, to see if he can put what he did in game one and move that to game two. Uh, all of the linebackers that played so well last week, Vaughn, Ellis, Dow, uh, all those guys. And then uh, what's going on with Turner and Werner? Okay, both guys have been been injured through the last part of this camp, losing valuable time. Uh, you know, when are they going to get back on the field? And, of course, the play of the defensive line, run stoppers. All the wide receivers will be on my radar tonight, along with Juwan Johnson, who is, again, that hybrid tight end. So, again, we'll talk about all that in the second hour. And, of course, uh, remember, folks, you have to show proof of, um, of a uh, vaccination or proof of a, uh, a negative test within 72 hours uh, to be able to get into the Dome. And, of course, if you're a season ticket holder or any ticket holder now, everything is virtual. Everything's going to be on your phone. So you have to download tonight's tickets onto your phone to be able to get into the game tonight. All right, let's, let's head to the guest line. Join us on the program talking some two-lane green wave. Uh, is none other than Gary Smith of the Wave Report, NOLA.com, The Advocate, Times Picayune. Gary, how are you today? Doing well, Eric. Doing well. Gary, first of all, uh, before we get started, tell the folks about your great site. Uh, and how folks can subscribe. Sure. It's um, thewavereport.com, also tulane.rivals.com. Um, daily updates on what's going on, on, on at, at practice, um, recruiting information, anything you want about Tulane, you'll, you'll find it there. All transcripts of every interview that's, that, that's done, and they do a lot of interviews in, in the preseason, just all, all stuff you're not going to get anywhere else. 
Gary, you uh, you wrote about this weekend's uh, scrimmage. Uh, again, I was surprised. 11 o'clock in the morning in the heat like yeah, that. that was, but, again, get, I guess getting ready just in case yeah. they got to do that against Oklahoma, right? That, that was the deal. They wanted they did it exactly like as if they're playing Oklahoma. They had they had warm-ups beforehand, went to the locker room, team meetings, a team meal, halftime, a 20-minute halftime where they went into the locker room. Um, they ended, obviously, an hour earlier than they will. Um, it went to 1 p.m. As, as Willie Fritz pointed out to him, it'll probably be worse for Oklahoma because they'll be out there at least another hour, hour and a half. But that was the that was the point of it. They I mean that's the weather they're gonna be playing in in the opener. So they wanted to to get a simulation in under those conditions and, and, and it was seriously hot. I mean uh, there was a there was a, a bad, um a intense weather warning out for that day. Um but, yes. but they, they they seemed to you know they they rotated guys in they took breaks uh, as it went along too and, and and that part of it they I I only saw one or two players cramping so they've already become acclimated to the heat because the, the, one of their first practices this fall there were players dropping like flies <laughs> due, due to cramp yeah. so I, I think it was a good idea um they because they, that's that's it's going to be brutally hot for the oklahoma game presumably and uh yes. they wanted to make sure they had a day where they played in those exact conditions uh, who won the day in, in terms of the <laughs> offense for first defense? Yeah. It, it was pretty much the way preseason practice has been going for most of the time, although even more lopsided. It was a complete defensive domination on the day, and it was offense really shot itself in the foot. It was, you know, people have asked me how concerned should people be a little, but not a lot, because Chip Long's, you know, his idea to have the offense clicking at, at a, a preseason scrimmage um, three weeks before the season, two weeks before the season. He wants them to look good against Oklahoma, so they're trying stuff. They're throwing the ball almost every down, which obviously isn't going to be the case once once the year starts. But yeah, they, there were just too many. Um, false start penalties, too many drop passes. The drop passes are the concern because that's been kind of the case from the beginning of preseason camp, and that, that's just an area where they, where they, where they got to get better. If you're dropping passes in practice, you, you, may, you know, it's hard to see you getting a lot better in front of a 30,000-seat yes. stadium with Oklahoma on the other side of the field. So I said that's, <laughs> that's probably the most concerning thing about this team right now is other than Jaquan Jackson, who's, who had been out for a little while and, and came back today full. He didn't play in the scrimmage. Um, without him, they're a different-looking offense, and, and you don't really know what you're getting in terms of being able to hold on to the ball from the other receivers. But the defense looked legitimately good. Um, Angelo Anderson, the John Curry's product, has been pretty much unblockable in, in preseason camp, and, and, and he was unblockable again in, in that scrimmage. And I do think that's more a case of the defensive line, those guys being pretty good, than the offensive mm-hmm. line. He, he was going against some good guys on the offensive, on the offensive line at times. Joey Claybrook, an excellent left tackle, and, and, and beating him a couple of times. So I think that part was encouraging. But without a doubt, they definitely need to clean up the drops on offense um, in the next yep. few weeks. They better uh, because, again, yeah, a little difference playing against your own defense yeah. is not hitting you and Oklahoma and, coming at you full steam. I mean, that's right. a big difference. Yeah, and, uh, and it's but, not just one guy. It, it's everybody except for Jaquan Jackson. You, uh, that, right. You know, I'm not saying it's every time, but every, even sure. the good ones. I mean, Eugenio Jenny, Booker, who's been terrific in preseason camp, mm-hmm. he dropped the only pass that went his way. Tyree James, who I wrote a feature on, tight end, can have a huge year this year. He dropped a couple of passes. Mm-hmm. That's that has They've got to stop that. <laughs> that's, that's How'd the quarterbacks look? 
not great. Um, they've looked, they actually looked a lot better today um, than, than Saturday. It was just, it was a rough day all around for the offense. When, okay. you, when you're having false starts, when you're not getting protected well, when receivers are dropping passes, it, it's hard to look good. But it wasn't a particularly good day um, for either Michael Pratt or Justin Ibietta on, on Saturday. Um, just, just some missed throws, and they, they and, and Ibietta threw a really a pretty bad interception early in the in the second half too. But that that was uncharacteristic for both of those guys. They they've been a lot better for most of preseason and, and in practice today they were they were back on, on on form there were still some drops in practice today though but the passes were going where they were supposed to and saturday there were times when the passes were, were just off target how about injuries how, how's this team looking right now good you know they've had their usual they're 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 they've got a lot of bumps and bruises right now some guys that are being held out but i wouldn't say there's one frontline player who won't be ready for the Oklahoma game. There's no, yeah, they, they, there's a couple guys that are coming back this week in practice, um, and that's as good as you can have it. As yeah, I know Georgia's been racked by injuries in their preseason practice this year, and Tulane has not lost a significant player for a significant amount of time. So, so that's a good thing. I think the most significant injury was it, it, it looked like Jaquan, Jaquan Jackson might have a pretty bad knee injury a week, a couple of weeks ago, and it turned out to be very minor, and he was absolutely 100% today flying around the field. So in that at that point, keep your fingers crossed because there's still two more weeks to go. Um, Tulane is in good shape. Gary, I was going to ask you that with 12 days left, okay, what's the what's the game plan now for, for Willie Fritz in terms of getting his team ready for Oklahoma? Yeah, they you know they started off. They were they went to their scout team defense and scout team offense for the first time today. This they're they're now in in serious preparation mode as opposed to serious you know just trying to find out who their players were and and, and what the depth chart was going to be. That's that's pretty set right now. Um, and they you know they they they've got extra time <laughs> to do it. Usually, you have, once the season starts, you only have one week for opponents. Um, and uh, so that's where they are. But they they do have their they pretty much have their depth chart established now, and there's there's one there's a one big surprise on on defense. Uh, um, they've got a true freshman from Jacksonville, Jaden um, Jaden Kennedy. Is it, it looks like he's going to start against Oklahoma. You talk about a heady assignment <laughs> going against that quarterback and that offense. But uh, he, he was a guy who was a signing day surprise for Tulane last year in December. Mm-hmm. He was he, he wasn't on anybody's radar outside of the Tulane coaches, and he flipped and and went to Tulane on signing day. He was a guy that I singled out at the time as a guy who might be able to play right away. He led the entire state of Florida with nine interceptions last year as a, as a senior, and he's been really good in, in preseason drills. Um, I'd say that he's, he's the one – he's probably the biggest surprise in, in preseason because I wasn't expecting – with the depth they had coming back, I wasn't expecting any of the freshmen to be able to step in and, and, and start right away. But it, but it looks like Jaden Kennedy's going to do it. And the coaches just – they just love his, his anticipation, and uh, I think he could really help the defense if he – yeah, if he if he plays like he practices, and obviously you never know whether that's going to be the case with a true freshman. Gary Smith is our guest. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. We'll continue the conversation about the Tulane Green Wave. Twelve days away from uh, kicking off against Oklahoma at Yeoman. Uh, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. ACPromise.com. ACPromise.com. It is so hot outside. <laughs> 
And if your air conditioning is not blowing cool air, uh, if you're having problems, maybe, again, it's breaking down. You don't have anything at all, and, again, your, hot as, your, your house is hot as hell. Let me tell you right now. Call my friends at Burkhart. Even on game night, they'll be out there to help you. Uh, they answer the phone 24-7, 365. It doesn't matter what type of system you have at your home. Burkhart is authorized to service it. And, of course, with Nate certified technicians and 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home, doing only the work that's necessary, you can trust Burkhart. That's Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. You're over the never-ending New Orleans summer heat. It's hot. Then you're one of us. It's hot. Welcome to 106.1 Nash Icon's never-ending summer of Nash. I mean, let's be honest. We all prefer Nash country over 106 degrees. Let us reward your battle against the heat with some of the hottest tickets in New Orleans. It's all about having a good time, right? Every weekday while you work with Scott Innes, you can win tickets to Florida Georgia Live. This is how we roll. Luke Combs. And Eric Church. One Nash winner will get them all. Get the code to text every day while you work. Stream us online at NashFM1061.com. Then turn it up loud. The never-ending summer of Nash. Only from New Orleans country giant. 106.1 Nash FM. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Take the shortcut to your next great hire. When you sponsor a job on Indeed... Instant Match immediately delivers a list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Look out for an accident that's blocking the center lane on 10 westbound before veterans and be mindful of delays that are steady on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal and then delays pick back up from just past City Park to veterans. Also, in the meantime, look out for delays on the 610 on the westbound side from Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. And if you're traveling along the Crescent City Connection eastbound coming into the city, delays are steady from Terry Parkway to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit and delays 10 eastbound or from just past the Legion Fields to the high rise. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Where can I get an ice cold beer and a view of the hottest girls in town? Nowhere else but Visions Men's Club serving $2 beer all day and all week long. Beat the heat and inflation at Visions on Dalman Road, where all the smart locals go. Your bachelor party headquarters open from 11 a.m. until the cock crows. Traffic is brought to you by Visions Men's Club serving $2 beer all day and all week long. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. 
Sports Feed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sports Beat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sports Beat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Grace Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. 4 to 6 right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon each Monday, every Monday through Friday. Uh, our guest is Gary Smith of uh, The Advocate, New Orleans Times Picune, NOLA.com. And, of course, his, his website, which is a go-to website for all Tulane fans, The Wave Report. Gary, you've seen a lot of Tulane football in your time. you covered this team for a while now. Talk about the two-deep depth chart and uh, compare and contrast this in terms of talent uh, to other years in which you've covered this team? Yeah, certainly in the six years of the of the Willie Fritz era, um, this is the, the best two-deep depth chart they've had. Does that always translate into the best season? Not always. Um, again, it, it, yeah, losing Patrick Johnson and Cam Sample, um, they don't have any – I don't care how good Angelo Anderson is as a second-year player. He's not Cam Sample or, or, or Patrick Johnson. So at the very, very high end on the defensive line, they're not quite what they were last year. But when you take the second unit, when you take the number of players – capable of playing, winning um, American Athletic Conference football. This team is easily the best team in, in Willie Fritz's six years. And, and then, you know, Michael Pratt didn't have a great scrimmage on Saturday, but he's by far the best passing quarterback that Tulane has had under Willie Fritz. I mean, I, I think Fritz learned. He, he came in Tulane with a great running attack. He realized after a couple of years that at, the, at this level, that's not enough. You can't win. There's going to be teams that can slow you down on the ground. You got to be able to throw and Tulane just simply could not throw um, uh, well enough in their first four years. Uh, you saw the signs with Pratt last year as a true freshman of being able to throw an offensive coordinator in Will Hall at the time who was committed to a balanced offense. Uh, now an offensive coordinator in Chip Long also committed to a balanced offense. Tulane just has more ways to hurt you than they did in, in, in the first five years of the, of the Willie Fritz era. Now they've got to put it all together, and, and and that's no guarantee. But for the first time, Tulane is not into a position where if you you take away that running game, they're in a world of hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, compare and contrast the the offensive defensive coordinators from last year to what yeah. you've seen thus far this year. 
Yeah, I mean, it, you know, with with Chip Long, it's you know, Will Hall did a great job as offensive coordinator. I think uh, Tulane had the second and fourth highest scoring total teams in in history. Now, part of that is they're not. You know, back in the days, they were playing three or four SEC teams, and and, and there weren't as many plays and games, hurry up offenses, all that stuff. But the fact is, only the 1998 team um, was demonstrably better in terms of just point production than Will Hall's offense was in in, in his two years. Chip Long has better credentials than Will Hall coming in. He was very successful at, at, at Notre Dame. He was very successful in his one year as, as Memphis, but there's always a learning curve in, in, in your first year. Uh, so I'm just not quite sure what the offense is, is, is going to produce this year, whether it will be better than it was the last two years or not, but the, but the potential is there. Defense, there's no debate. Um, I think Jack Curtis, their former defensive coordinator, did a terrific job in his first three years as Tulane defensive coordinator. Um, they didn't always have great personnel. They they had good numbers. They always were a little susceptible to third and long situations, stuff like that. But for whatever reason, they, they did a good job trans, transforming from a four-man front to a three-man front under him. But for whatever reason, after 2018, it just it went all downhill. Um, the 2019 defense was a huge disappointment. Got just absolutely shredded and humiliated by by Memphis in a game at midseason and never really recovered from that. Um, didn't get any pass rush. Team seemed to have figured out what they were doing. They rebounded last year and had a good pass rush, but their defense was beyond the business. They just had no confidence at all in third and long and fourth and long in clutch situations. They came up empty, so they had to make a they had to make a change there. And and Chris Hampton came in. We don't know what the product is going to be yet with him, but. The players love him. He, the players, he, he'd been on the staff for four years before he left last year. Um, the camaraderie is great. The energy is great. And there's no way they're going to have the problems they had last year because, again, I, I, I've been covering college football since 1990, and I've never seen a team that was worse in third and long and fourth and long in, in clutch situations at the end of games right. than that Tulane defense was last year. So any change was a good change. And from from all, by all accounts, um, that. These guys really, they have a lot more confidence under under Chris Hampton. Still got to see it executed on the field, though. Neglect, neglected to ask you about the specialists. Who, who will be handling the, the kicking for the uh, and the punting for the team as well as returning yeah. kicks? Should, should be good there. Um, Merrick Glover comes back as the, as the kicker. He's, you know, he's been there for four years. Um, he's, he's always been pretty reliable on shorter field goals. He's never been very good on long field goals, although his leg strength has gotten a lot better over the years. That, that's his big goal this year. He's never, it's pretty amazing in four years he's never kicked a field goal longer than 44 yards, and a lot of times that used to affect them because Willie Fritz would go for it on fourth and six, fourth down situations where you really should be kicking a field goal in the past because he didn't have confidence in them. They do have confidence in, in Glover now. If he can prove that he can make those kicks, it, would be, it, it could be the difference in the game this year. You never know. Um, yes. punter Ryan Wright uh, yeah, he had the best average in the AAC as a punter last year but he was actually pretty inconsistent for having the he, he was a boomer bust type of punter um, he, he, was a, he was a lot more consistent in, in, in the spring he needs to carry that over this year because he, he garnered some all conference recognition last year this year, if he punts like he like he has in practice, he'll he'll deserve the all conference recognition because I'm not sure it was really totally deserved last year because he was he was inconsistent. Um, but but uh, yeah, he, he has a huge leg. And in, in the scrimmage the other day, they, they they weren't live punts, but one of his punts, the line of scrimmage was the 30 yard line. It went into the end zone, Eric. 70 yard punt. Um, it was That's... about 60 yards in the air. If he can just eliminate the clunkers, the 30 yarders at, at inopportune times. Tulane's going to win the battle of field position this year. And when you're playing close games, that's pivotal. Yep, no doubt about it. 
once again, tell the folks about uh, your website. Also, again, what you got coming up for us in, in the paper and online. Sure. Again, it's Tulane.Rivals.com, TheWaveReport.com. Um, I, 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 you can go there today and find out their depth chart and practice today, first and second team, offense and defense. Won't, won't get that anywhere else. Uh, the Advocate, we're actually we're doing a special. They're doing a college football preview. On, it's going to come out this Saturday. Um, full page. There'll be a full page on Tulane, um, a preview, a bunch of other stuff on there. So you got that to look forward. Also going to be doing a feature this week on a planned feature on Joey Claybrook, left tackle, um, maybe maybe the most indispensable player on the team because the two times he got hurt last year, the offensive line completely fell apart. <laughs> They've got better depth this year. Yes. But he's developed into a hell of a, le- a heck of a left tackle, mm-hmm. and uh, and and um, and and he, he's going to be his him staying healthy is going to be a huge part in Tulane's success this year. Yeah, ask Peyton Turner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Peyton, exactly. Peyton Turner knows all about it. That, that Peyton Turner made his hay on on, yeah. on on the Tulane line last year. Yep. Uh, you know, and of course After ended up getting a parlay in that yep. to a first round pick. <laughs> exactly. No doubt. Thank you, my friend. At Garrett Smith on um, on Twitter. We'll check in next week. Thanks for having me on the show. Gary Smith, the, the Wave Report, The Advocate, TimesPicunola.com, all of the above. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. We're going to be joined by uh, uh, Jimmy Smith of uh, TigerDetails.com. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I wouldn't move. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Aquafina. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana 
Atlanta Group. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. You don't want to mess with the IRS. They have the power to garnish your paycheck, levy your bank accounts, and even take your home or business. That's all true. But thankfully, they're offering a way out, the Fresh Start Initiative. If you qualify, you could save thousands. The experts at Optima Tax Relief will fight to get you the best deal possible. And they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau to prove it. Call Optima for your free consultation. Call 800-845-8122. 800-845-8122. Optima Tax Relief. For details, visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. I struggled with symptoms like frequent gas and stomach pain for years. I was bloated all the time with daily diarrhea. At first, I thought it was what I was eating. I kept thinking it was stomach issues. So I did my research and talked to my doctor, and we finally uncovered the truth. It, it was, was actually EPI. Exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, is a condition where your pancreas is unable to help break down your food. It can lead to symptoms like diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. And EPI symptoms can be confused with those of other common digestive conditions, like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, and celiac disease. So getting to the right diagnosis meant being more open with my doctor about the severity of my symptoms and how often they were happening. But there's good news. EPI is manageable, so don't wait any longer. Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask, Could, could I, I have, have EPI? EPI? Sponsored by AbbVie. Hey, folks, don't forget about my friends at Valerie's Florist. They're celebrating 52 years in business to celebrate the occasion. Only through the month of August, uh, you can get a great deal. And I'm not talking about a great deal. Villers is offering a cash and carry rose special. Get a dozen of Villers high quality roses for $9.99 a dozen. I'm telling you, for that price, you get four or five dozen. Okay, you can have the whole house full with, with again, Villers flowers. And again, that is uh, what the store bought price is, right? If you want to go get some store bought roses, but you're talking about Villers quality roses that will last longer than any store bought rose you've ever purchased. And of course, also Louisiana giant sunflowers, three for $5.20. That's three for $5.20 for beautiful Louisiana giant sunflowers. Come celebrate Villery Flores' 52nd anniversary uh, with Villery's locations on the South Shore and North Shore. And, of course, you can check out everything that Villery does at Villery'sFlores.com. $9.99 cash and carry roses from Villery's. Also, three for $5.20 giant Louisiana sunflowers. Happy birthday. Happy anniversary. Uh, Villery's Flores, 52 years in business. All right. Uh, let's head to the guest line. We talked about Tulane. We'll talk about LSU now. Uh, joining us on the program, one of the best we have, uh, Jimmy Details. Jimmy Smith of TigerDetails.com joins us on the program. Jimmy, how are you? Uh, doing well, brother. How are you? Doing great. Jimmy, before we get started, tell the folks about your great site. Yeah, TigerDetails.com. Uh, try to consider it an insider site, if you will, um, breaking down recruiting, everything football, basketball, baseball, uh, big message board. A lot of information we pass along, um, some stuff others have. And, and, of course, we try to really tap into the beat and, and uh, bring some insider info, if you will. So great little site. Been on Rivals yep. now for quite some time. So, yep. Doing a great job, no doubt about it. Okay, 
you, 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 the camp has, 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 uh, has come concluded. Now, again, the LSU is going to start working on UCLA. Uh, through the uh, first few weeks of camp, what, if, what, what do you know about this team that maybe you didn't know going into camp? Uh, if they were going to be uh, good at the linebacker spot, I think some guys have stepped up, um, Mike Baskinville, uh, Damone Clark, guys like that, that seem to be the only hole on a potentially elite defense. Uh, certainly some 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 questions were answered there as, as uh, rave reviews are coming from some of these upperclassmen as they've now taken the next step in their careers and development. Um, learning more uh, about this wide receiver depth, we, we know it was a talented group. Wasn't sure if, if there was going to be a lot of guys capable of stepping up and, and playing a big role this year if needed. There's a lot of young talent within that group. Um, Kayshawn Butte as a sophomore returning, uh, who was going to be the number two? Well, at this point, it looks like they have quite a few guys contending for those spots and a lot of really capable bodies. They feel really good about their two deep at the wide receiver position. Guys like Jure Jenkins stepping up, freshman Malik neighbors turning a ton of heads. Uh, guys like that really stepping up to fill some of those voids in that depth chart. So um, there were some questions coming in, but not a, not a lot for me, to be honest. I, I thought this was a, a really good team. Um, not a ton of question marks. Maybe who was going to end up being the starting quarterback. That kind of resolved itself through an unfortunate off-the-field incident. But, um, you know, and, and, and maybe the running back position. Is this going to be by committee type thing? And I think these freshmen running back have really come in and, and pushed these veterans. And it's going to be interesting to see how that breaks down uh, throughout the year. Uh, of the freshman running backs, again, we know about Goodwin and, and, and Kiner. Who do you think has the, the best opportunity to maybe push a Davis Price or an Emory for playing time? Yeah, I mean, coming in, Corey Kiner was the more sought-after recruit, higher rank, so on and so on. Um, but Goodwin's really coming in flash. Been dynamic, and this LSU offense wants to be dynamic. They want to be explosive, and he certainly gives you that. Um, he's one of those guys that you constantly hear once you give him a crease, he's going to take that and more. He's really tough to handle in space, and he's a really good receiver, and I think that could play a, a big role in, in how much playing time he gets early on in his career. Um, but don't count out Corey Kiner either. This is a guy that came in, um, you know, really great center of gravity, lower body strength, um, a little more explosive than they anticipated. They thought they had a between-the-tackles guy uh, that could really turn out some yards and, and, and do some things in the open field, but he's been a little more explosive than they anticipated. Uh, so that, that's a big plus for them. So they feel really good about both of those freshmen, but I think uh, they think Goodwin uh, has some special potential down there in Baton Rouge. Well, we've been waiting on John Emery now for three years to really kind of break out. Is this his breakout year? I mean, like we keep hearing Christian McCaffrey and all this. You know, we, we knew what the accolades were coming out of Destrahan. Uh, what do you what do you anticipate out of him this year? Yeah, I, I tell you, when you have young guys like this pushing you, uh, this is a make or break time for John Emery, right? Um, when you have that type of talent behind you, if you don't fill the voids and, and answer the questions the coaches are looking for, they're going to turn other places and. And a guy like that steps on the field, it might be hard to get him off. So he certainly feels the pressure. Uh, he's improved as, as a pass blocker and a receiver, which is a big part coming in. Uh, kind of struggled in those departments. Had some, some, some eye issues that he had to take care of through surgeries that's improved, and he continues to improve in those departments. Uh, I think they're cer certainly going to give him ample chances against UCLA. And if he comes out and performs and shows that explosiveness and, and that big playability that they thought he had coming out of high school that we all have seen in flashes, mm -hmm. um, you know, then I think that'll be his job and, and, until he uh, moves on or, or something else happens. But, uh, you know, it's going to be kind of be 
somewhat of a short leash, I think, now that you have talent and depth behind him. Um, yes. If he's not getting it done early, I wouldn't. Uh, I don't think they're going to wait too long to pull the trigger and give one of these young guys a shot. Well, they waited a couple of years, and it hasn't happened yet. That's the unfortunate thing. We know Max Johnson is a starter. We're hearing really good things about uh, Garrett Nussmeyer. You know, his supposed stats with, within the, you know, the uh, preseason uh, uh, scrimmages. Um, what are you hearing about him? Well, when, as you talk to insiders, what are you hearing about Garrett Nussmeyer? Yeah, I mean, the intangibles are there, right? The confidence, the leadership, all those things are there. Of course, he's a coach's son, so high football IQ. Uh, right now, it's probably more of just learning how to play within the offense. He's a great ad-lib player, did a lot of it in high school, makes plays by extending the play out of the pockets. Um, but in the college level and beyond, uh, they want you to take those those short passes when available. Um, they want you to play within the offense and, and kind of uh, with through the coach's eyes on the field, uh, go through your progressions properly and things of that nature. So I think that's the biggest learning curve for him right now is uh, to kind of maybe dial back some of that uh, desire to go out and scramble and make some of these plays, which he's really good at, and that's going to always be a big part of his future. But I think they want him to play um, a more refined game uh, within the pocket, within the system, if you will. And and uh, there's certainly a ton of confidence that this kid's going to be the real deal and be able to play whenever his number is called, whether it be later this year or beyond. Uh, they know they have a great one in Nussmeyer, and, and they're going to be patient in developing him. Jimmy Smith, Jimmy Details of TigerDetails.com is our guest. Jimmy, talk about the uh, the uh, offensive line because, to, to me, again, still a big question mark for this team going in. A lot of familiar names, but a lot of guys that have underachieved during their time at LSU. There's been a change, obviously, at the uh, offensive line uh, coach position, uh, which, again, you hope would light a fire into some of these guys. But what are you hearing? Yeah, um, right now it's two of the backups. Where's the depth going to come from? Um, and are some of these starters going to be healthy when the season comes around? Uh, Cam Wire unexpectedly thrust into the starting rotation at left tackle. Um, as long as his knees are holding up, uh, you know, as he's been going through some rehab to help strengthen a knee from an earlier injury in his high school career, um, as long as that holds up, I think he's going to be your starting left tackle. Uh, of course, guys like Ingram and Liam Shanahan, they're pretty much um, locked in. And if Jason Hines is healthy, he's going to go and same with Deculus. But other than that, um, you have a rotational guy like Anthony Bradford, who they feel comfortable with starting right now, whether it be guard, uh, which is where they think he's ideal, um, and left tackle in a pinch if need be. Uh, remember, with Max Johnson under the helm, that right tackle becomes the blind spot now. It kind of shifts sure. blocking assignments a, a bit, and, and things differ a little bit. Um, and, and so now that left tackle uh, position is, is more of a right tackle, just in, in technicalities of the blind side and so on. So um, there's some mix there. Marlon Martinez is starting to get some reps as backup guard. Uh, Cardell Thomas continues to get reps as backup guard. And, and Garrett Dellinger is really a freshman that's come in, added significant weight and strength and uh, suffering from a shoulder injury right now, but he's battling through it. Looks like he's going to give it a go this season um, for possibly seeking medical treatment. And, uh, you know, so you don't want to have to turn to a true freshman in the SEC. Uh, but when you get an elite guy and you think he's got the potential and Sometimes he might be thrust in a position and they feel like he could contribute down the road. So um, a lot of unanswered questions as far as the depth. Uh, they know yes. what they have with their starters. It's just whether they're going to be healthy enough to play. And if not, who are those key guys behind them? And, uh, you know, there aren't a ton to choose from right now, unfortunately. That's probably the, the thinnest position on the entire team. Jimmy, a, a ton of turnover within the coaching staff. You know, again, the coordinators, again, position coaches. 
What are you hearing about again? How how they are are um, are, are working with with again the the, the team? Are there was a lot of the big disconnect we heard between coaches and players last year. Has that has that been solved? And then uh, from a scheme standpoint, uh, in, installing their schemes and guys again being able to um, uh, to be able to play those schemes, understand those schemes. Uh, what are you hearing about about the, the new coaching staff? Yeah, there's a lot of positive things um, being discussed. Just talking to some of the coaches. Um, you know, it's obvious that they're meshing better together as a unit and they're more cohesive and it starts there, right? If there's any division within the coaches, the players are going to pick up on that. And naturally, um, people feel like they choose sides and things of that nature. And so uh, there's some cohesiveness within this, this coaching staff, which is really rubbing off on the kids and they're really taking to them well, their energy, their ability to communicate and relate to them. Um, seems to really be something that they're all connecting with, and it's kind of helping push all of this along. Uh, so, yeah, there's some new schemes. I think we're going to see um, a lot of similar things on offense that we saw with 2019 as far as play design, um, tempo, things of that nature. I expect them to change up tempo, uh, go fast pace at times, slow it down, kind of like they did under Joe Brady. Um, certainly expect to see aerial attacks and, and utilize some of these games. Uh, utilize some of this talent on the outside uh, downfield. That's something they've been doing a lot of throughout scrimmages and practice. And, and defensively, everybody seems to really be taking the scheme. The defensive lines, when you talk to these guys and you talk to the coaches, it sounds like they're on a mission this year. And I think, um, you know, with Andre Carter in there, I think that's playing a big role in that. The linebackers seem to love Blake Baker, uh, who's got a lot of experience with defensive coordinator stepping in Miami now as a linebackers coach. Um, kids are really connecting well to him. So across the board, it looks like LSU did a really good job of putting together a coach, coaching staff that not only gets along um, but can relate to the kids. And, and everybody seems to be rallied up behind one mission right now. And, and I feel like this is a team that, that's really poised to explode. If they play well against UCLA, um, mm-hmm. I expect them to kind of go on a run for a while until they hit the meat of that SEC schedule. Yeah, Jimmy Smith of uh, Tiger Details is our guest. Historically bad defense last year. A lot of those guys returning. Uh, you got some transfers that have come in in short positions. Uh, every correspondent I've spoken with, they're raving about the defense. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think this is an extremely good defensive team. And I think when you when, when you build a great defensive today, it kind of looks different than the defenses of old, the ones we're used to. Um, today it's about pass rush and being able to, to defend the back end. And do you have athletes that can operate in space and things of that nature? Um, LSU's really deep on the defensive line. I think they have a lot of guys that can get pressure inside and out, um, and they can constantly rotate and stay fresh, and that's going to be very difficult for our opponents to handle. I feel like this is the best defensive line we've seen in LSU in, in quite a few years, um, certainly the deepest, and I think that's going to be a huge advantage for them. And if you have a great pass rush, um, you want to be able to capitalize on that. And what better way to do it? than to have a ball-hawking secondary like Derek Stingley and Elias Ricks and, and these guys that have receiver-type ball skills and a desire to go after it and make a play. And now the two safeties who are converted corners also bring elite ball skills and that ball-hawking mentality. So I think on that back end, you have the right guys to complement what you get up front uh, to really maximize this defense's potential. I think it's going to be great against the pass this year. Um, I expect them to force a lot of turnovers and things of that nature to have really high sack numbers. I would expect them to be top three in a lot of these categories, turnovers in the SEC. 
um, overall yards in the SEC, things of that nature. And it's really going to help that offense uh, find their rhythm, which I think could take some time, but I think that offense uh, also has a premier potential. Can't let you go without asking you about Will Wade's basketball team. They're getting ready to start their fall camp. They signed Justice Williams last week. He's going to he's enrolled. He's ready to play. He's done a marvelous job. We want the cloud hanging over his head of getting transfers to come to LSU. Uh, again, freshmen uh, to be able to sign on as well. Talk about this Tiger basketball team. I'm telling you, really deep. You know, we're talking about the depth on the LSU defensive line and things of that nature. This is a really deep basketball team, and. Year in and year out, he seems to really not only replace guys he's missing, um, but bring in some extra pieces and kind of add to that depth. Last year, team was a good eight deep, um, nine deep. I think this year's team could run ten plus deep. I mean, there's a lot of quality length, a lot of athleticism, uh, shooters galore, as you said, Justice, uh, reclassifying, signing, so on and so on. I mean, just adding to what this team's potential is. And so um, I think this is going to be a really make-or-break year, if you will. Um, a lot of people are waiting for Will Wade to take that next step, and they're looking at mm-hmm. this roster and seeing the depth and the potential within it and thinking this could be it and maybe even should be it. Um, I, I do expect them to take that next step. I think this team's going to be one of the top in the SEC um, and, and in the end end up uh, pushing in the postseason in March. So uh, a very exciting time in Baton Rouge for that basketball program. Um, they've kind of elevated over the years, and they're ready to take that next step. Yep, no doubt about it. Final question for you. Are you hearing anything more about the investigations? There was something that came out last week uh, that said, again, that the investigation should have been wrapped up already, that they've, they've had extensions multiple times. Uh, what are you hearing? When are they going to wrap this thing up? Because, again, this has lasted too long over the football and basketball programs. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> NCAA, one thing that, that they really are cautious of is taking too far of a step. If we think back to uh, the Miami allegations uh, involving the booster Shapiro, I think his name was, and how they came out with this public displays, making statements about these allegations and so on, only to be forced back into a corner um, by Miami and their lawyers and things of that nature because they didn't have the hard evidence to really back that up. And so it's really become difficult for the NCAA to really pin anyone these days. Um, The feeling is in Baton Rouge that this is on the back end. We are going to get... Um, something wrapped up soon. I think it would be wise for both sides to agree to some sort of something, right? I don't think you can sweep all of this under the rug. I definitely don't think you can drop the hammer, and that's the feeling is there's going to be some small level of something um, coming down on LSU, um, which they would probably gladly take at this stage and and, Mm -hmm. and try to move on. Um, But, yeah, I expect it to come down probably within the next – couple months i don't think this thing's going to drag on much longer uh we've heard on a couple of occasions that it could be wrapping up soon jimmy tell the folks about your great site how folks can follow you on social media yeah at jimmy detail on social media on twitter at julie bodwin b-o-u-d w-i-n if you want to get some some great coverage as well julie's managing editor for a site she does a tremendous job all across the beat uh you know and there's a lot of us chipping in definitely um, leading in baseball coverage, David Fulls doing a magnificent job uh, building relationships within that staff and bringing exclusive info there. Uh, so really just uh, trying to cover every little bit of LSU and some of the other things you, you typically don't get from other outlets. Always a fantastic job. Thanks so much for your time as well. Absolutely. Take care, brother.
That's Jimmy Smith again. Uh, Jimmy details. All right, we'll, we'll be right back uh, after these messages. Don't 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 forget about my friends over at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Uh, it's look, it's a once in a lifetime uh, opportunity here. Uh, they are looking for ASC certified mechanics, also general service techs that can do all changes and tire tra- uh, changes, and they will train. Uh, again, you get an opportunity to get on the ground floor with a family-owned and operated business. Been around since 1972. Uh, the Piazza family works there. Again, from Tony to his wife to, again, his, his daughter, his son. I mean, truly a family-owned and operated business. So you get an opportunity to get in there, work with a family, and, of course, be able to, be, uh, be able to, to move up uh, as, as, again, you acquire more and more knowledge. Uh, if you're looking for a job and, uh, again, uh, an opportunity, uh, to be able to, again, work with a great company. Uh, think about my friends at Southern Tire. If you're looking for help with your vehicle, think Southern Tire as well. Again, whether it's wheels, uh, which, again, uh, they have something for everyone's budget, uh, wheels and tires up to 30 inches, or, again, uh, utilizing that ASC certified technicians and, of course, the latest diagnostic equipment to, be able to make sure that your vehicle is running right properly. Uh, Burkhart, I'm sorry, you'll have my friends at Southern Tire can do it all for you. Give them a call right now at 737-1558. Again, you can check out their website at southerntire.com. They're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. Uh, for a company you can trust with your vehicle, it's Southern Tire, uh, owned by the Piazza family since 1972, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I-10 in Metairie. 
Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti and the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Have you looked at your website lately and said, gosh, this needs work? Or maybe you've just been putting off building a website for your business. Well, don't stress. Cumulus Digital is here to help. Our custom-designed and comprehensive website packages include everything you need, including links to your social media, Google search, and we even drive customers straight to you. Starting at just $1,500 to build and low monthly hosting and maintenance costs starting at just $85, we'll take care of it all. Go to nolacumuluscares.com today and get started. You've heard some incredible things about Diamonds Direct on the radio, but is it all true? I think in a lot of cases we've actually exceeded people's expectations because they come in expecting the selection and the pricing and the warranties to be like a marketing story. But when we say we have more diamonds, we have better prices, we'll prove it to you. That's New Orleans seasoned jewelry professional Elaine Didier. She loves it when skeptical customers come in, only to find that Diamonds Direct does indeed offer better prices and more selection, not to mention a free warranty that covers you for life on any purchase. We have all those warranties to back it up. You need to get it resized and you break a prong. Great, you can bring it back and you don't have to worry about it because you're always going to have a selection and you know whatever choice you make will take care of it. Diamonds Direct, a welcome and refreshing concept for New Orleans. I feel like we offer a little bit of that New Orleans lanyap, a little bit of something extra that you're not going to find anywhere else. On Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall or online at DiamondsDirect.com. Don't, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Even during the game, if your AC breaks down, you need help, they're there for you. Fifteen trucks in the field strategically set up all over the metropolitan area. Of course, they're, they're Nate certified technicians take home those vehicles. And, of course, they're ready for your call. So, again, whether uh, uh, whether it's uh, the weekends, whether it's the weekdays, nighttime, uh, daytime, it doesn't matter. My friends at Burkhardt are there to be able to get you up and running. Isn't that, the way, isn't that what you need? Again, you don't need somebody telling you, uh, well, we gotta, we're really backed up. We'll be back and then see you in about a day or, day or two. No, no, you want them out there quickly. Burkhart will do that for you. Uh, for a company you can trust with your air conditioning system, it is acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. That's Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Hour number one in the books. Thanks to Gary Smith and also Jimmy Smith for joining us in the program. Renee Nato joins us at the bottom of the 5 o'clock hour. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. We'll be right back. Anytime, anywhere. New Orleans Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you.
time for the man who tells it like it is. You want a bitch? He's got him. You want information? He's got it. You want a host who is New Orleans? You found him. Eric Asher. And Inside New Orleans. <laughs> Number two of Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock, right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Uh, Again, uh, weekdays 4 to 6. we got plenty of ways you can take the show with you. Uh, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, uh, download those on your phone, uh, and you can take the show with you anywhere. Also, uh, don't forget about um, uh, Nash FM 106.1 on the World Wide Web, along with ericasher.com. Our podcasts available on all major podcasting platforms now. Anchor's our home base. And, um, of course, we invite you to check out the show at your leisure at, uh, on our podcast. Uh, this hour, we're going to talk a lot of Saints. Uh, we talked the college game in the first hour with Gary Smith of um, The Wave Report, com, and uh, also Jimmy Smith of uh, TigerDetails.com. we got Tulane and uh, LSU out the way, 12 days until they open up. Tulane opens up at Yeoman against Oklahoma. And uh, LSU's on the road against UCLA. Now, remember, UCLA's got a game before LSU. So uh, you'll be able to check that out, get a feel for what the uh, Bruins are going to look like. Uh, as, again, we're about 12 days away from uh, them jumping into uh, their regular season. Uh, a tune-up for the Saints tonight as they take on Jacksonville at home. They finish up the, uh, the preseason against Arizona next week. Uh, and then it's a week off, and then they open up on September the 12th against the uh, Green Bay Packers in the, in the Dome. And uh, this is a big one tonight, okay, uh, when, as preseason games go. Um, the situation with the quarterback position has been neck and neck throughout the uh, preseason. Um, you've got uh, 
a situation with uh, Taysom Hill, who's been in the system now for a few years, even though as a jack-of-all-trades, but also, again, as a you know quarterback as well. Uh, Jameis Winston got to, got to be able to sit back and watch last year, learn from Drew Brees, learn the system. Both guys, again, have been neck and neck in training camp with no one really kind of distancing themselves. Although if you listen to most of the, most of the correspondents that are out there on a day-in-day-out basis, maybe uh, Winston separated himself a little bit on uh, the practice at the Dome on, um, on um, I believe it was Saturday. Um, but again, we'll see how that kind of plays out. Okay, we'll see how that kind of plays out. Well, I believe it was Friday night, not Saturday night. So this is a situation where, Again, there's been kind of a, a lot of misinformation out there. And I guess we won't know until we go out and see it. But uh, according to Jeff Duncan of uh, Noel.com, Tom Spigion, uh the starters are supposed to be able to uh, play like, a, like this would be week three of, of the preseason of the past. Now, there was a report earlier last week that said this would be like a regular uh, week two preseason game. And then, again, next week, as it will be the last preseason game, that they're going to play, again, uh, the majority of the starters. And then they have the week off, obviously, at that point uh, to get ready for uh, heal up, get ready for uh, for Green Bay. Uh, we'll see what happens. But, again, Jeff Duncan, and he, look, he's got inside insiders that are giving him information, telling him that um, a lot of starters, the majority of the starters will play um, uh, a lot of snaps in, in this game. So we'll, so that, that'll make it more like, like preseason game number three. Uh, Peter King uh, has, has, has tweeted out today that the Saints are going to name a starter this week. Now, that's interesting because why would you want to let Green Bay know who's going to start? But then on the other side, I see maybe the reason why. Look, at some point you've got to make sure that your team knows who there's going to be their quarterback and who they're going to rally around. So maybe by naming the starter again, uh, you know, after the preseason game number two, you know what's going to happen going into preseason game number three. And, of course, you know at that point who's going to get the majority of the reps going into, again, um, uh, the the last couple practices before you have to go into, again, a regular game week uh, against Green Bay. So we'll see how that kind of plays out there uh, going forward. But I've said this before, ladies and gentlemen, and, and I sincerely believe this. And there's no inside information. It's just a feel, okay? Um, there was no reason not to be patient with Drew Brees from the day that he walked in the door. There was never looking over your shoulder, worried about getting a hook, whatever. This is a different situation here in New Orleans right now. Both these guys are on one-year contracts. Uh, you lose something with Taysom Hill uh, as your starting quarterback. There's no doubt about that. You lose, lose a dynamic playmaker on the offensive side of the ball. Um, could he play quarterback? Look, possibly. Okay, could he play it as well as Jameis? Possibly. We'll see how that plays out. We won't know again until both guys are in it for real. But I could see a situation where a very short leash on both of these quarterbacks. Well, maybe Jameis is your starter, and if Jameis goes through the first part of the season and he's not moving the club or, again, they're not scoring points, he's turning the ball over, seeing a quick hook and going back to um, going to Taysom Hill. I could see, again, Taysom Hill maybe being the starter. Offense bogging down. Um, again, may, maybe again the turnovers by Taysom and and going going to Jameis. Uh, I think both guys are going to have to have very very thick skins going into this season uh, until uh, there is a situation where Peyton really settles on a guy that he trusts, that he has the trust in, that is an extension of him. We saw that extension of him since day one in 2006 when Breeze came aboard. And remember, it was a it was a offense that was developed by Sean Payton and eventually in, in, um, developed for Drew Breeze uh, in consultation with Drew Breeze. 
Uh, I'm sure he's going to take a lot of those same factors going forward with whoever his quarterback's going to be. Uh, if it's going to be Jameis, the things that Jameis likes to do and does well uh, will be things that he will lean on. If, if it's going to be Taysom, obviously, again, you may see, again, a situation where you got more of a mobility uh, type offense or a, a guy to get out on the edge. It's one of the things I, I talked about last week that, Look, in real time, in a real game, I know Jay, I know that you're looking at Jameis. Jameis is a, is a pocket passer, and he's going to stay in the pocket. He's going to try to be able to get the ball downfield with a tremendous arm strength. Uh, when, when you look at Taysom, he's a guy that is a playmaker with his legs. So we're seeing a guy sitting in the pocket trying to go through his reads, and that's great for the first couple of years. But when let's face it, when the rubber hits the road in the regular season, if it's not there, more than likely he's going to run or he's going to, he's going to roll out with the intent to pass, but again, have to have defenses respect the run. Uh, he's that type of dynamic player. But then the question is, do you lose that dynamic player, especially with having Michael Thomas out? Um, the situation, again, the uncertainty at the wide receiver position right now, uh, which, is one, which is one of the keys uh, for, for this team. You know, these guys have to step up, and I'll talk about that in a moment. But, now, again, not having Deontay Harris for two games. Um, at that point, do you lean more on the running game? And if you do lean more on the running game, are you more inclined to have a Taysom Hill? The, it has been that close in terms of the quarterback position. We'll see how it plays out. Tonight's going to go a long way in probably settling that. But you've got you to figure at this point. Peyton's had a year to see Jameis Winston. He's had a few years to be able to see uh, Taysom Hill. Uh, the, the club didn't feel like they had to invest in either one of them long term. It's more of a one-year tryout type deal. So you've got to have a, a feeling that maybe Peyton knows who he's leaning toward. Uh, and I guess we'll find that out sooner than later. You know, the, the biggest – there are a lot of questions that, that really have to be answered tonight, um, you know, um, as far as that goes. You know, I talked about Winston and Hill. Uh, Adebo, can he play on an NFL level? Look, he's going to get tested no matter what. Uh, I don't care who the cornerback is opposite Marshawn Lattimore. They're not throwing at Lattimore, and especially the type of camp that Lattimore has had. Again, if he can keep up the consistency, uh, game in, game out, uh, with no drop-off based on, again, who he's going to be playing against. We don't know what's going to happen with the suspension. It's, it's, going, it's sounding more and more like this is not going to be an opening season suspension. This could be a suspension that's going to be down the line, maybe toward more, more of, the, of the middle of the regular season. And, look, I've talked about it on this program, right? I mean, look, they're not even finished in Ohio figuring out, again, what the charges are, okay? You know there's consultation behind the scenes on, on again, trying to reduce these charges to, again, a misdemeanor. Uh, at this point, because Lattimore's never been in trouble before. Uh, and, and look, let's face it, his status as an athlete, okay, it is what it is. But, again, uh, you know, he has the ability to get a good lawyer, uh, you know, where maybe some don't. Uh, but I can see this thing, as I've talked about before, being reduced to, a, again, uh, that it won't be a felony, uh, and maybe he has to do some co- community service and also pay a fine. And then how's, that going, how's the NFL going to deal with that at that point? All right, are they, are they going to come with the hammer down on him? Spending for one game, two games, five games, four games? Who knows at that point? But it doesn't look like it's going to be at the beginning of the season. But no matter what, Debo's got to be able to prove that he can play opposite Marshawn Lattimore and be the target of every single quarterback in the NFL until he proves again he's a guy that is formidable, much like Lattimore did in his first year. And that's what I'm looking for out of him tonight. 
Okay, another quarter. You're not going to see multiple quarterbacks tonight. They're going to test you. They're going to throw at you. Uh, last week, he did a really nice job against the Ravens for the most part. Let's see if there's a carryover from preseason game one to preseason game two. We're hearing this carryover already when, when you talk about practice, right? A lot of guys that, that, that are out there that are watching practices day in, day out, they didn't think much of a Debo when, when, when practices started. All of a sudden now, he's a guy that's kind of shined in practices. Remember, folks, and I say this all the time, practice, training camp, fool's goal. Your smart players, your veteran players, they learn the system very quickly. They learn the calls very quickly. They learn the guy across from them very quick, quickly. Again, their strengths, their weaknesses, where their go-to moves are. So you got to take it with a grain of salt. This is where you kind of find out where the rubber hits the road. Can the guy cover? Can the guy tackle? What happens if a guy gets beat? Does he have recovery speed? We'll see all about that about Adebo, uh tonight again against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, and then also the linebacker position. Look. It's great to have Quan Alexander back at this point. But Zach Bond really showed me something last week. Now, is that an anomaly? I mean, uh, I mean, is that something we're going to see in week in, week out? Same thing with Caden Ellis. Caden Ellis, again, showed some flashes in preseason a couple years ago, but he'd been relegated to special teams. Uh, Dow was another player that, that really stuck out, uh, again, that, uh, for, the, um, uh, for the linebacking core. Can these guys take what they did last week in preseason and do it again this week? Now, remember, nobody's game planning for these players, right? I mean, not at all. Uh, So, again, they're playing pretty much vanilla defense, vanilla offense. And so it comes down to you um, using your physical ability, mentally, again, knowing what your assignment is, reading and reacting. And, and hopefully, again, we'll see that out of these, out of these young linebackers. Because, quite frankly, didn't have a lot of faith in them coming in, into the season. They kind of turned my head on against Baltimore. Now, can they, will they continue to do that this week against Jacksonville, next week against Arizona? And then as you get into the regular season, when teams start the game plan for your weaknesses, for your strengths. So we'll see how that plays out. Look, I'll say another thing. Uh, Turner and Warner, they, they got to get on the field here. Uh, you know, I mean, Pete Werner's been injured. Uh, uh, Peyton Turner's been injured. Both guys were expected to be able to uh, be part of this, this uh, defense going forward. Uh, and you've seen guys pass them up now. Those guys have to get on the field, even if they're going to be, again, uh, quality backups uh, and, and maybe splitting time. Especially Turner was expected to be in the rotation going forward. So we'll see how that plays out. We come back, we'll talk a little bit about the defense. We'll talk about some of the other um, positions that I'll be uh, concentrating on. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. If you're in the market for a generator, Burkhardt, they are the experts. First of all, sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator to power up your home or your business when the electricity goes out. Once you guys come to an agreement, Put you on the calendar a single day install, and I promise you, ladies and gentlemen, they pride themselves on single day installs. Also, tough installs—they can do that for you. Look, I've, we live in a in, in a place, especially again in Orleans Parish, where you get into some of these older neighborhoods. You don't have a lot of backyard, right? So they are going to do everything they can to be able to make sure, again, they do that, that tough install to get that, whether it's air conditionings or, again, uh, generators. So they can handle the tough installs for you as well. Financing available generators. You pay that over time. The new install quality check after one month is something they do for everything that they install for you. It's about customer service at Burkhart. And then when it comes to emergency service, they're there for you. They've got dedicated uh, technicians that, again, that are ready, at the ready when you call when your generator goes down. 24-7, 365 emergency service. Their warehouse is fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator, so there are no excuses. They'll get you up and running. For a company you can trust with generator sales and service, it's Burkhart. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. 
If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Get a king bed for a queen price at Mattress Firm. Save up to $500 during the best Labor Day sale ever on top-rated brands like Sealy and Sleepies. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 or more. 10 westbound, your delays are steady from Bonneville to Williams. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are steady from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. And on the eastbound side, from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. 10 eastbound, your delays are steady from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. Also, look out for delays that are steady if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection eastbound, coming into the city from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. And be mindful of delays along the Pontchartrain Expressway on the westbound side from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway on the westbound side, look out for backups from Barataria Boulevard to Avondale. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Where can I get a nice cold beer and a view of the hottest girls in town? Nowhere else but Visions Men's Club serving $2 beer all day and all week long. Beat the heat and inflation at Visions on Dalman Road, where all the smart locals go. Your bachelor party headquarters open from 11 a.m. until the cock crows. Traffic is brought to you by Visions Men's Club, serving $2 beer all day and all week long. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. 
Oceanic Grill, bourbon at Conti and the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceanic Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceanic Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Saints taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars tonight, preseason game number two. We talked about uh, the quarterback position, uh, looking at Adebo at the cornerback position, uh, the three linebackers, the young backers, uh, Bond, Ellis, and Dow. Uh, we, again, kind of scratched our heads on when uh, Turner and Werner are going to get back on the field. Both guys were expected to be able to push for spots on, you know, on, in terms of uh, being in the rotation each and every week. And one of the other things I'm going to be looking at tonight is, again, the play of the defensive line. Uh, the ability to get pressure on the passer, but more importantly on the interior of that defensive line, uh, the ability to stop the run and to be physical on first down. The key to this season, in my opinion, comes down to, again, the pass rush and the ability to stop the run. Uh, there is uh, some deficiencies on the back end, we know. And ultimately, as I've said before, if you can get a, 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 a very, very good to great pass rush, uh, quarterbacks are going to be able to be um, – uh, they're going to have a tough time in, uh, being able to go through their progressions. And that's only going to help, again, a young player like Adebo uh, if he ends up being the starter uh, at, at the cornerback position. They can only help, again, the young linebackers if ultimately they're going to be there in the second level, even though, again, we really believe that Davis and Quan Alexander will start the season as the, as the starters. But, again, you see those guys come in every now and then uh, unless there's going to be an injury. So, again – it's going to be huge, uh, the, again, the, especially the front seven, but especially, again, that defensive line, uh, that, that first level of defense for the Saints. Uh, if they can get, if they are as dominant as, again, they, they expect it to be on paper, uh, then, again, we may see a, a, a season where a lot of people are, are figuring this is going to be a very tough season. All of a sudden now you're seeing a season with a dominant defense uh, that can help you until maybe this offense gets, their, gets it together. Uh, Tonight I'll be watching the wide receiver position again as well. Um, it, it's up in the air. We talked about Thomas. We talked about um, Harris. Both guys are not going to be with the Saints when the uh, season starts. Uh, it's pretty much wide open. Traquan Smith's been injured throughout the entire preseason, which has been, again, his M.O. since, since he left Central Florida. Uh, at right now, Callaway looks like, again, the best receiver on the field. We'll see what happens again when they, when they do it for real. He had, he had his flashes last year. There's no doubt about that. Uh, I mean, again, how do you cut a guy like Chris Hogan based on what you've seen? And he's a guy that gets open and catches the football. Kevin White, I'll watch for him tonight. Uh, what is a seventh overall pick? A guy that's been often injured, never really done it, but he's got a tremendous amount of upside in terms of his, his speed and his ability to catch the ball. 
We'll see if he can put it together here in New Orleans. He hadn't been able to put it together yet as, a, yet as an NFL player. Uh, he's got a legitimate shot here because of, again, the lack of, uh, of quality depth on this team at the, at the wide receiver position. My guy, Ty Montgomery, um, uh, look, I just think that he's a guy that can play multiple positions for you. Uh, he can return kicks. He can return punts. He's a guy that can play wide receiver and running back. It's going to be hard to get rid of Ty Montgomery, in my opinion, because of the multiple positions he plays. Uh, but we'll, we'll watch, I'm going to watch that very, very closely. And little Jordan Humphrey, look, he's got the size, he's got the speed, but, he, again, he's got to catch the football consistently. Um, again, especially when you, I mean, you look at the turnovers, a lot of the turnovers that happen with him is balls bouncing off his hands and, of course, again, the, the tip ball and, and turning into a, um, uh, a turnover. So we'll see how, how that kind of plays out. Uh, also, Juwan, John, Juwan Johnson, um, He's been, a, he's been a pleasant surprise. Even last year, he showed little flashes here. Uh, all of a sudden, right now, he looks like he might be the passing tight end in front of Troutman. Now, remember, Troutman is a very good blocker as well as pass receiver. Um, when you look at Nick Videtti, he was brought in as a guy that was going to be the Josh Hill-type player, where he was going to be the front door to most of the plays. Uh, we'll see, again, how that plays out. But Johnson has shown the ability to get to the second level on a safety. It's a mismatch. Catch the ball. And almost, you know, when you start talking about the the situation with the with the Saints and um, and this this tight end position, um, it gives them another athletic tight end and and a guy that, especially if the wide receiver position kind of kind of falters a bit, uh, another big target uh, ultimately again for one of the quarterbacks. So uh, I'm interested to see again his progression and if he can continue to progress uh, as a wide receiver. Uh, for, for the New Orleans Saints, and uh, I'm sorry, well, I'm sorry, a tight end for the New Orleans Saints, coming off of being a wide receiver, and you know, a, a lot of guys, you know, when you, you talk about Waller from uh, um, from uh, Las Vegas, the Raiders, you know, again, a converted uh, converted wide receiver, put some weight on, strength on, uh, had some problems in the, in the in the NFL early, but again, turned into again an unstoppable tight end. The Saints know it, right? Saints have seen it. So maybe that's their, maybe that was the the thought process by Sean Payton uh, when when he was when he was looking for that for that tight end uh, that again that had those attributes of a wide receiver. So that's definitely something I'm going to be watching because he has been uh, a guy that has really really proven out um, as far as a, a player that can catch the football in traffic. Um, also turnovers and penalties. Look. It was the first preseason game. It's going to be sloppy. You're playing multiple quarterbacks. It's going to be sloppy. Uh, you had a lot of false start penalties, guys that are trying to get off the ball quickly to, to again, impress the coaches. There's got to be a more disciplined team this year. Uh, I'm sorry, this, this, this up, upcoming preseason game. Uh, in the past, the Saints have, have rarely beat themselves. You know, when, when we see the 10 penalty games, the multiple turnover games, uh, you know, you, don't, you, you had a Drew Brees you could lean on because you figured, okay, you're never out of it. This guy can bring you back. We don't know if he got that with these two quarterbacks. We have no idea if, again, these guys are going to be able to do that on a consistent basis. So, again, you've got to play a game in which, again, is a very disciplined game where you're not beating yourself. And you can't have 10 penalties uh, in a game, even though, again, they didn't reach 100 yards last year, well, last week, which, was again, was, uh, was you know, kind of unusual. And then the other thing, the six turnovers. Unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. That's something that has to be looked at very, very closely. Also, injuries. 
you got to hope that you stay injury free through through these last two couple of preseason games. Don't want to get nicked up, lose a player that again you were counting on going into the regular season. So we we'll see how that plays out. Also, I'm going to be interested to see again how the, the, everything works at the dome with again those that are that are having to show vaccination uh, or again a uh, uh, a negative COVID test within the last 70, 72 hours. Uh, how that's going to work on a very, very hot day. It's 97 degrees outside in New Orleans right now, trying to get into, into Champion Square, trying to get in, into the Dome. And then, of course, uh, as far as tickets goes, remember, again, you have to download the tickets to your phone in order to get into the into the Dome this year. Uh, according to a friend of mine who's involved in the secondary ticket market, 13,000 tickets on the secondary market right now for this game, uh, averaging about $5 a piece. Look, I know. Uh, I've got three season tickets. I've talked about on this program before. Uh, we got a couple guys that are, that that, that share the tickets with me uh, that are going to opt out. Uh, so again, we're going to be in a situation where you know we we always share the tickets between our families anyway, but it's going to be a little bit different. Uh, normally, again, I give the, the preseason games to him for him and his children to go. Uh, that's not happening. So I gave the tickets to my son to be able to, uh, to be able to take some friends, but. Look, a lot of people are have these preseason tickets right now, and, and they can't do anything with them. Some people are afraid they're going to have season tickets and not be able to do anything with them. But that's just the way it goes. Saints could not afford to be able to say uh, they were going to give people opt-outs. That just wasn't going to happen. Uh, and the opportunity to come back uh, next year. Uh, I talked about it last week. If this is the Pelicans, they probably are giving you an opt-out. Saints have a waiting list. So they're going to allow those individuals to go in and to be able to pick up season tickets. Uh, look, remember, the ones that are probably going to get the first shot out of those that lost their season tickets because of the renovations to the Dome. The ground suites, uh, the standing room only areas on, in the corners of the Dome, those people will probably get first shot at those tickets because, again, they were moved out of their seats. But we'll see how it plays out uh, before it's all said and done. Hopefully it'll go smooth tonight with 97-degree temperatures with people trying to get into the Dome. All right, we'll break. We come back. Renee Nato joins us from CrestleySports.com. We'll get his take on what's happening with the Saints and his thoughts about tonight. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your A.C. ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new A.C., trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Villaries Forest is celebrating 52 years in business. To celebrate the occasion in the month of August, Villaries is offering a cash and carry rose special. Get a dozen of Villaries high quality roses for $9.99 a dozen. That's $9.99 a dozen. 
Also, giant Louisiana sunflowers are three for $5.20. That's three for $5.20 for beautiful Louisiana sunflowers. Come celebrate Villaries Florist's 52nd anniversary. That's Villaries Florist, with locations on the South Shore, North Shore, and VillariesFlorist.com. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. I struggled with symptoms like frequent gas and stomach pain for years. I was bloated all the time with daily diarrhea. At first, I thought it was what I was eating. I kept thinking it was stomach issues. So I did my research and talked to my doctor, and we finally uncovered the truth. It, it was, was actually EPI. Exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, is a condition where your pancreas is unable to help break down your food. It can lead to symptoms like diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. And EPI symptoms can be confused with those of other common digestive conditions, like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, and celiac disease. So getting to the right diagnosis meant being more open with my doctor about the severity of my symptoms and how often they were happening. But there's good news. EPI is manageable, so don't wait any longer. Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask, Could, could I, I have, have EPI? EPI? Sponsored by AbbVie. Oh. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 p.m. We go live to the Caesar Superdome. Our good friend Renee Nato of CrescentySports.com and so much more joins us live from the press box uh, in the crow's nest, as they call it. Renee, how are you? Man, you got the crunk going on. We're ready to go. The season's getting started here, and it's great to be back in the dome again. And I tell you, you kind of a little, a little bit of normalcy a little bit again, you know, maybe going back to 2019 and, kind of great to see some old familiar faces and old friends and kind of be back, uh, you know, this time of year. It's always great to know the football season is a bonus. No doubt about it. Don't want you to uh, paint a picture for us. The Dome has been renovated, uh, again, in anticipation of the 2025 Super Bowl. They've got some ground-level seats. They've got uh, supposedly, again, the standing room only uh, seating in the corners. I uh, know they've got the new Caesars logo at the top of the Dome. Uh, get, paint a picture for us. But well, they dressed it up a little bit, and the corners, as you said, it's a little different there now. And you got the suites and, and standing room only, which is kind of neat. Uh, you know, some concessions in the, in the corners now of the end zone um, on either side of the, the sideline. But you know, people are trickling in right now, and it's it's far from uh, uh, you know capacity right now. And of course, it's way before game time. But I suspect that you'll see a, a decent crowd tonight. 
with, with people just itching to get back and into the dome again and and watch their beloved Saints. Uh, but I, it's great to be back here and the dome. It, it's uh, never a bad picture from from up here yeah. looking looking at the dome. But I can certainly see they've dressed it up quite a bit and and uh, it, it's a nicer uh, you know a nicer bowl area than what they had before. No doubt. Renee, what are you looking looking for tonight? Let's start on offense. Uh, some of the keys for this team uh, as, again, they um, – I've got some conflicting reports. Uh, earlier in the week we heard that, this, that, that next week would kind of be like the third preseason game where the veterans would be played. Jeff Dunker reports today that, again, a lot of veterans will play tonight. What are you hearing? Is this going to be like the third preseason game of the year where, again, normally the, the, the starters would play in, into the second half? Yeah, I think this will be the third, normally the third preseason game. And, and uh, you know, I, I have concerns. I, I don't want to say concerns. Like like most people do who follow the team closely that, uh, you know, we're very familiar with Taysom Hill and what he's been able to do and what he's shown in the past. And, and the fact that uh, neither one has James Winston or Taysom Hill have separated themselves in the, in the competition is a little concerning. I'm quite certain that Sean Payton has a pretty good feel for what, what is going to happen and who's going to be the starter. But, uh you know, when you get between the white lines, neither one has really demonstrated that much, be it practice or in the initial game against the Ravens. We'll see if, if anything happens tonight that kind of jumps out between either Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill. I also always have loved preseason games. I guess I'm, I'm an oddity. Uh, you know, I can watch the Detroit Lions and the Pittsburgh Steelers and, mm-hmm. and watch the guys who are trying to earn a spot on the team on the 53 and I'm, and I'm watching that tonight. I'm watching guys that are not going to be starters or fighting for a spot for that final 53. And, uh, you know, you got so many positions you got to watch. you got offensive linemen. you got you got some DBs. you got some wide receivers that have to assert themselves and see where the competition is going to be there. So uh, there's, there's a couple of areas that I think a couple of guys are going to earn a spot on the 53 in the next week to 10 days. And, and uh, you know, <clears throat> if, a, if a guy has a good game tonight, uh, it certainly may, may separate him from the rest of the pack. Renee Nato, CrestedySports.com. Renee, talk about uh, the, the defensive backs, specifically Adebo. You've been in practice. You've seen him practice. You saw his game last week against Baltimore. He looks like he's got what it takes to be an NFL cornerback. What are your thoughts? Well, you know, he's, <clears throat> he's got good size, too, and that, that's, that's, a, that's a major thing. Adebo is, is, is over six feet tall, and, uh, you know, he's um, he's got that Stanford smarts about him, too, which is – uh, and, you know, he's six one, about 193. But the thing is, I like about him is he's very intelligent, doesn't make the same mistake twice. That's something that, that bodes well with Sean Payton. Um, you know, the guy who really, really has stepped up and, and really seized an opportunity is Ken Crawley. Uh, he was off the charts and, and long gone and uh, went through the NFL and, and came back and seized the opportunity. And Ken Crawley, you have to give a tip of the hat to him because he's really come back and, and seized the starting role. Uh, and, and I think he's, he's a guy that – Certainly, with the uncertainty of Marshawn Lattimore, that is a guy you have to look at. Uh, Paulson Adebo is a guy who will step in in the event that Lattimore is going to be gone for any period of time. Uh, Brian Poole is a guy who I really like his skills. He's played in the NFL in the past, and he's, he's got some skins on the wall. He's a guy that I think could certainly step in and be that 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 fourth or fifth cornerback or a third or fourth cornerback if they have to go that deep because he's got the veteran savvy about him and. Uh, you know, P.J. Williams is coming in as a safety, and, and C.J. Gardner-Johnson, it will, it will be solid as always. And Malcolm Jenkins, he's got that, that veteran uh, leadership, that savvy. 
Uh, he's probably slowed down a step or two, but Malcolm Jenkins can anticipate now because he's been in the league so long. He pretty much knows what's coming. What about the linebacker position? Some young backers really showed out last week. I'm looking to see if, again, those guys can take that from, from week one to week two of the preseason. You've had a chance to see these guys in practice. Uh, is that what we saw last week in the game? Is that what we've been seeing? you've been seeing in practice? Well, you, you know, you haven't seen the real Kwan Alexander. I mean, he was hurt at, last year, and he's come back, and they've kind of taken it easy on him. But uh, Demario Davis is a real deal. He's a leader on defense and maybe a leader on his team right now. Caden uh, Ellis has really stepped up and seized the opportunity. Uh, as a, a three-year veteran. Pete Warner is a guy they really like a lot of <laughs> a draft choice this year. And, and Zach Bond basically had a, a wipeout season last year, came in late, didn't have camp, didn't have preseason. And Zach Bond, this is his rookie season for all intent purposes. So Zach Bond is a guy that you really want to keep an eye on. Uh, Chris uh, Chase Hansen is a guy who's fighting for a spot right now. And I, I think linebacker may be one of those areas that uh, the Saints may scour the wave a wire or, or, you know, may pick up a veteran that, that uh, you know, they could use at that position if they see somebody they really like. So linebackers is a spot that they could address uh, following cut day. Let's talk about the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Tony Jones really showed out at running back last week. Uh, they bring in uh, Devontae Freeman, uh, and, and I still think Latavius Murray is going to be the backup to, to uh, Alvin Kamara. What are your thoughts about that position group? Well, Dwayne Washington, first of all, he's going to be a special teams guy, and he's an extra guy back there. He can get a rep or two in the game if he has to. Tony Jones is really, I think, has maybe solidified him spot, not only in the game against the Ravens, but he's had good practices. Uh, is in a second year. People seem to forget he was around here last year. And Tony Jones is familiar with the offense. Now, Latavius Murray is the banger between tackles. He's a big 230-pound guy. Not sure where Devontae Freeman's going to fit in here. Uh, he may, have, may come up short. Um, in, in the uh, competition at running back. But right now, I think Kamara, uh, Latavius Murray, Tony Jones, and Dwayne Washington are your guys that you could pretty much uh, count on being a staple of running backs. What about the wide receiver position, um, Renee? You, again, some, some young guys that, that have kind of emerged a, a bit, um, uh, but, but yet again, some veterans that, uh, that also are in the mix here when you talk about Hogan and Montgomery. Well, you know, Marcus Callaway is a guy who's been a talk of the town, as you well know, and, and uh, he stepped up, and, you know, he's almost become the number one target with uh, the absence of Michael Thomas and Traquan Smith has been, been gone quite a bit. So Marcus Callaway, Marcus Callaway has certainly sees the opportunity. A little Jordan Humphrey is a guy with good size, like, you know, and, and he's been a little inconsistent at times, but they're going to get him as much opportunity as possible for little Jordan Humphrey to make this roster. Chris Hogan is a guy, a savvy, wily veteran who's been around a while, uh, he's certainly a guy that I think has a good shot at this. Kawan um, Baker, he, he, I don't know if it's going to come down to Kawan Baker or, or Kevin mm-hmm. White. Kawan Baker is a guy that was a draft choice. He's got great upside. He's a, a 4-4-2-4-4-3 guy, good size, about 6-1. But I think it's, it's taken him a little while to understand the offense and, and the, uh, adapt to the NFL. Uh, Kevin White, not sure if he can overcome his injuries that he's had in the past and it's really – uh, impeded his, his, his uh, NFL career. But, uh, you know, you, you got – you need – it's another position that I think they may look at via the waiver wire. A guy who may come out on the short end of this, Ty mm-hmm. Montgomery, trying to find a spot for him either. In the past, you would have thought that a guy who could play running back, a wide receiver, uh, certainly an asset to him. But in this case, I think Ty Montgomery may be too far down the depth chart on both spots uh, as a wide receiver. He's not, not seeing any reps as a running back. But 
I think his his, uh, his days may be coming to an end shortly here, mm. uh, and it's a shame because he's he's been a serviceable player for the Saints. But uh, it does it's you know until Michael Thomas gets back and Traquan Smith gets back to health again, uh, that Saints wide receiver position is not going to be one of strength. Yeah. Um, when you when you look at this team overall and, and you look at, the, again, the talent from last year to this year, especially with the turnover we saw because of COVID-19 salary cap uh, ramifications, uh, when you look at the two deep, how, big, how, how good is this team in your opinion? Well, you know, they lost 14 guys from last year. And, and, and uh, you know, that's, some of these guys are very hard to replace. And, you know, number nine is, is the toughest one to replace. But, uh, you know, you lost uh, uh, Emmanuel Zanders as a wide receiver. I mean, you lost some guys that, uh, you know, Josh Hill and some, you know, the guys at different spots that Malcolm Jenkins and, and, and uh, uh, Sheldon Rankins and guys that, uh, you know, are really, really hard to replace. You know, at one time, I really, I guess, talked myself into thinking this team could win 10 games or more. And I, the more I look at them and the more I look at it realistically and take off my rose-colored glasses, I, I think this is more of an 8-9 season than anything else. And, and hopefully it doesn't go in the wrong direction. But you know, they, they're not deep in a lot of areas. And if they were to suffer, the Saints would have suffered any injuries, uh, offensive line perhaps, or, or even, uh, you know, a wide receiver. If Until uh, Traquan and Michael Thomas returned, mm-hmm. if they suffered any, any uh, area injuries, uh, they, that could really throw this team back. And, uh, you know, it just, it just if they can stay healthy uh, in the quarterback position, it solidifies a little bit with Jameis or Taysom, and I think it's going to be Jameis, then they have a shot. But, you know, right now this team is, is, is a very – it's unknown. Nobody knows what they can do, and, and it's strictly a guess if you, you know, trying to pinpoint how many wins they can have. And, but I think yes. right now, realistically, it's, it's eight wins, maybe nine, but that's, that's on a high side. I often do this. Uh, I bury the lead. My final question for you is going to be about the quarterback position. Your thoughts on who is going to be the starter, how much, again, this game means to the, the, the potential starter, and then also, again, your thoughts on Ian Book uh, as a guy that, that they, can, um, they can groom for maybe the future. Well, you know, I, and I wrote a story about this. Uh, I think Jameis Winston is going to want to be in a starter, and, and the thing is that there's so much that the, the average fan or observer does not see. Uh, and, and, you know, in meetings with the coaches and testing and, and what the coaches are looking for and, and checkoffs and, and things of that sort, uh, uh, you know, just huddle, you know, just, just things that little things that the coaches know that the average average fan cannot see. Um, I think Jameis Winston is in the win this competition out. Uh, another reason is because, you know, they utilize Taysom Hill in so many areas as a, as a runner, as a receiver, as a tight end. Uh, you know, he plays special teams. He does so many things. And, and you lose that if you put, play him at quarterback. And if Jameis Winston is the clear-cut favorite, I think you go ahead and name him a starter. Ian Book, I just think through either an injury of some type to either the starting quarterback or just that the season may not be going as anticipated, I really anticipate by the second half of the season you may see Ian Book in, in some meaningful reps. Um, I, I could be wrong, but I just think that they're going to take a look at him at some point in the season and see if he can in a real game uh, if he can do anything. And, again, there's no way of knowing if it will be an injury or something that, could, that it's time that the coaches feel like we need to pull off the wraps and take a look at this guy. Renee, always appreciate the time. Uh, you doing stuff for WOR tonight as well? Yes, uh, WFAN and, uh, and uh, CBS Radio. And so okay. That's been, a, that's been a long time thing, and 
You know, yes, it I'm is. On my 31st year there, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm waiting for my Cadillac to arrive. I don't know, it's <laughs> years, but it's never come. So I'm I keep checking my mailbox. Maybe this year. Then maybe this year, no doubt about it. He does a great job for CrestedSports.com. Uh, he'll, I'm sure you're going to have your list of uh, of uh, state uh, uh, homegrown NFL players coming pretty soon for us as well. Ho- ho- hope to work on that. Yeah, they, we usually have about uh, about 40, 41, 42, 43 guys who played who prepped in the New Orleans area who are NFL rosters, and uh, that's that's the norm now. And you know, you got one of the guys that uh, scored a touchdown for the Raiders yesterday, Trey Reagan, yep. a Shaw alum. Uh, out of UL, and he's uh, he's going to be a new name added to that. Uh, Puka Williams is a guy comes to mind out of Hornville with Cincinnati Bengals. So Jamar Chase out of Rummel. So there's a few new names that we haven't seen in the past that are, are new arrivals in the NFL who are, are products of the New Orleans, Greater New Orleans metro area. Always appreciate your time, my friend. Uh, again, uh, CrestedySports.com and so much more. Uh, we'll be talking again soon. Thanks so much Hope for your so. time today, Thanks. and enjoy the game tonight. Pleasure is mine. Thank you very much. Renee Nato, again, CrestedySports.com, WFAN, uh, and, of course, CBS Sports. Uh, if you got CBS Sports on tonight, you'll hear him uh, chiming in uh, with the scores. All right, we'll take a quick break. Uh, we come back, we'll wrap it up uh, and uh, make way for uh, Ken Trahan and All Access. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a new air conditioning system, man, I tell you what, just don't you, – look, you're going to get prices. And, again, everybody's going to do that. You're going to get multiple prices, Right. Uh, but don't sign that contract. You call my friends at Burkhart. Uh, they all offer you that 25% energy reduction guarantee. Uh, there's financing that available available for the new, for the unit. And remember, they are authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. At Burkhart, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. Service after the sale. Using state-of-the-art equipment to measure your home to make sure you got the right tonnage to be able to, again, cool your home in the summertime and heat your home in the wintertime. And then, of course, the savings you're going to get because the new systems are more, are more energy efficient. Experts when it comes to air conditioning systems, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? Uh, I think you're missing the point, bud. 
The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppoly. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Everyone here knows Diamonds Direct is the place to go for the best diamonds at the best prices. But did you know that savvy buyers from all over America, even Los Angeles and New York, now come here to buy their diamonds? These high-end shoppers have discovered that Diamonds Direct has one of America's best selections of large, rare diamonds. From three carats to 20 carats, all certified by the GIA, the most reputable and most trusted gem lab in the world. Because of Diamonds Direct's international connections and tremendous buying power, we're one of only a handful of jewelry stores in America that is able to offer a large selection of rare and precious GIA diamonds. In fact, Diamonds Direct's multi-million dollar selection includes a stunning array of high-end Riviera necklaces, 20-carat tennis bracelets, and an extraordinary ordinary collection of rare, precious gemstones, rubies, sapphires, emeralds, and even the really hard-to-find fancy yellow diamonds. Come see why Diamonds Direct right here is the destination for high-end shoppers all over America. Extraordinary selection, quality, and unmatched value. And a short drive for you. Diamonds Direct on Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall. Welcome back. I want to thank Gary Smith, Jimmy Smith, Renee Nato for joining us on the program. Thanks to all our fantastic sponsors. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. Uh, click on the icon. Take you right to their website. Everything you need to know about the great sponsors sponsor our show. And uh, thank you for supporting those sponsors. Thank you to those sponsors for supporting our program. Also, uh, remember, coming up next, it's uh, Ken Trahan with All Access. Thanks to Rudy back at studio. Thank you for listening. We'll do it all over again tomorrow. Start at 4 o'clock uh, with a recap of what's happening in the Dome tonight as the Saints take on the Jaguars in preseason game number two. Enjoy the game, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Eric Asher. See you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go. Better know that right.